Let's uh, uh, turn our attention to uh, a really fine uh, nonprofit uh, based here in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And uh, I have uh, Christina Smith. Christina is, uh, she's the president and CEO of uh, a nonprofit that goes by the name of Groundwork Bridgeport. And I usually sometimes read the mission statement. It's just a little easier to give a sense of uh, what they're all about. Then we're really going to get some some details. But the mission statement of Groundwork Bridgeport is um, a mission to bring about the sustained regeneration, improvement, and management of the physical environment by empowering people, businesses, and organizations to promote environmental, economic, and social well-being. It's a pretty, pretty good mission statement. <laughs> It'd be a much better world if we all <laughs> could adopt that, I think. Uh, but, you know, before we get into, uh, into the details um, of this nonprofit, I wanted to maybe see, Christine, if you could talk a bit about your, your life path that you know, brought you to Groundwork. Uh, it's a path that has uh, well it started, I think, in Bridgeport, but it, it also you you were in exotic locations such as uh, New York City and San Francisco and and London, and uh, now you're back. So uh, t- you know what's what's your your background a little bit, and and uh, how did how did you get into groundwork? Sure. Um, first of all, thank you for having me today. Um, first time being on our radio show like this yeah so okay well good i will admit i'm a bit nervous yeah but um, i told you you were you were a natural <laughs> though, right? um so i'm originally from bridgeport uh, born here um both my parents actually are from jamaica but they met here in bridgeport in the mm-hmm. 70s um so spent most of my childhood here went to multicultural magnet uh, but we left my mom and i left with my stepdad when i was 12 years old Moved down to Florida for two years only before returning to Connecticut, um, where my mom came back to do some work. Um, so she, we were living with a woman actually that had Alzheimer's disease. That's where my mom was helping to oversee or take care of um, in Southport, Connecticut. So I ended up going to Fairfield High, um, graduated, went to Princeton, studied economics, worked in the financial field for about 10 years, hence my jobs in New York City in San Francisco, um, but that got, then got to a point where I just wanted to do something different, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the kind of idea came from, although it's not that unique, where people want to come back or go back to their hometown to help make it better in whatever way. Right. Um, so I decided to go back to grad school because I didn't think I could convince people just by saying, hey, I want to come do good, like hire me. Mm-hmm. So I went back to grad school, uh, did two master's degrees, one focused on basically adaptive reuse what do you do with old how do you reuse old buildings for new purposes and i've always loved the old buildings in our city um and then i did another degree um also in london that was specifically focused on urban revitalization it was a master's in urban regeneration uh which had a large focus on uh physical revitalization and in fact my my specialization was in housing uh development um But for me, one of the things that's really important about revitalization is also the social aspect, which I think is often kind of neglected. People think if you, you know, if you fix it, they will come. If you build it, they will come rather. But that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. I think after, you know, 
you know, industrialization or post-industrialization, when cities were kind of on the decline, people forget that the social fabric of a city kind of tears apart. And I think helping to repair that um, is one of the big goals um, for me uh, while being at Groundwork. And, well, congratulations on, on being recruited and, and being involved. Because uh, it, it goes back. Uh, when was it, when was it so, actually founded? Yeah, so many people think I actually started Groundwork, but I did not. Um, it was, I think it started around 1998. Um, and I say that because it was actually a community initiative. So many of the community members here today um, were the kind of initial group starting it. Uh, but it was officially incorporated in 1999, so I had just graduated from college, frankly. Um, so that was just over 20 years ago. However, um, the organization was struggling after 15 or so years, so I was hired six and a half years ago to help rebuild the organization. Um, so it was just realistically just the two of us, my colleague uh, Tanner Bergdorf and I, um, who had been kind of helping to rebuild groundwork um, you know, to, to, till today right. um, and, and hopefully growing it bigger um, towards the future. One thing I'll add that many people don't know, so the model of Groundwork was actually adopted from um, the same organization, uh, an organization rather, with the same name in the UK. Oh, um, really? okay. And the Environmental that. Protection oh. Agency, Brownfields Division, and the National Park Service learned about this model and brought the model over to the U.S. Okay. So Bridgeport, um, Elizabeth, and Lawrence Mass were Elizabeth, New Jersey, Elizabeth, and Lawrence Jersey. Mass were one yeah. of the first um, groundworks brought to the U.S. However. We all operate independently, so we're more of a franchise model. And the goal of that is for everyone to kind of focus on the needs of the communities they're in. But we share the same logo and we share the same mission. But how we implement that is customized to the mm. community that you're in. Well, you, you mentioned uh, Tanner uh, as one of your Tanner Bergdorf. Yes. Um, I, one of the things that I, I found to be intriguing was just uh, like if you were to look at if you were to look at the, the, your staff. It's very eclectic staff, <laughs> and 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 it would, you know, for example, uh, your your involvement, and obviously with with finance, and and uh, but also with historical uh, buildings and architectural rehabbing. Uh, there was a a uh, another individual who has, uh, you know, communications and psychology. There is a graphic designer. Uh, there was someone who had gone to uh, school in Milwaukee and did all kinds of, you know, outdoors, uh, agricultural things. Uh, it, it's it's kind of a fascinating lineup, and and I don't know. I, I guess that is that is kind of this model where it's um, there's a lot of kind of outdoors activity, environmental yeah. activity. Uh, I looked at some of the programming that you have. Uh, is it primarily, it's aimed at, at high school age students, is that? Yes, um, most of our program, at least at the moment, is uh, aimed towards high school students. And it was a specific strategy um, because of when I first started at the organization. As I said, the organization was struggling. There was literally $20,000 in the bank account. And here we had two staff trying to figure out how do we revitalize Bridgeport type of thing. Mm. So clearly we didn't have millions of dollars to do large scale revitalization projects. Uh, but we 
what we could do is focus on the literal futures of, you know, the stewards of the city, which are the youth um, and high school students in particular who are just about to, quote unquote, enter adulthood and make a you know, decision on what they're going to do with their lives and how they're going to impact um, their lives. And so uh, my idea and thought was is to work with youth to teach them about how they can improve their community and contribute to their community. Because one thing I wanted to avoid was just this kind of idea of let's have like many, you know, volunteer days where we bring, you know, people in for a feel good day mm-hmm. and then they kind of leave. Because the idea is at the end of the day, while we still enjoy doing those types of events, the person that needs to or the people that need to take care of the community are the ones that live in that community. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need to feel some connection to that community. They need to feel some love for that community. And frankly, you know, sometimes they just need to know how and to work with others towards that, yeah. you know, towards that goal, towards that mission. Well, I like the idea that there's a lot of um, you know, service. There are service elements, you know, servicing back to the community. It's, a, it's an, an option. It's an alternative to you know, theater programs or sports programs, suddenly you have like this whole service element and kind of outdoor environment, agricultural environment, you know, in, uh, some of the the programs you have, like, for example, this uh, Urban Rangers <laughs> program. I mean, it sounds like, a, a, you know, a great opportunity for people to kind of find out about things that they wouldn't know otherwise you know yeah and i think um frankly with the youth and even some of the uh adults that have participated for example in our walking club they've learned so much or they tell us that they've learned so much about bridgeport um through our programming and one of again one of our big things is about exposure for the youth so Mm -hmm. you know we've taken a number of students on trips to the national park service who's still a big partner and it's a lot of the times the first times the kids have ever left bridgeport never meant never mind being on a plane Um, And these little moments of exposure, I mean, at the end of the day, like our connections are very important. Our network, those weak ties are very important to someone's quote unquote success in life. And so the more that we can, you know, expand their horizons by showing them different things and then having them bring that back home. Mm -hmm. Um, And another reason for a lot of the, the National Park Service work and doing outdoors work is that in order for people uh, to take care of the outdoors or their environment, they have to feel connected to it and love it. And that happens when, you know, you're actively involved in stewarding uh, that environment, Um, whether, again, social initiatives or, you know, ecological like Mm -hmm. initiatives and things of that nature, which is actually mostly what we're known for. Right. Well, you mentioned just in passing quickly walking club. Yes. But I I saw that uh, in, in some of your literature and some different initiatives like they have there's like a tree core um, and there's uh, how green are you and then walking club yeah so, so tell me about this walking club what, what, what? so the walking club um which i have to be honest has been a bit of slow this year and yeah. i mean frankly it's been hot um the walking club <laughs> actually started uh because of covid mm-hmm. um where social isolation is is up there in terms of public health concerns um and we've had this issue even before covid never mind after like during the pandemic and so when it was feasible, so about a year after um, COVID started and it was spring again, we participated in this text campaign, um, which garnered, I think, a thousand people who responded to say they were interested in joining this walking club. Um, and then we had a couple of regulars who signed up. But the goal of it was for people to get outside of their house, get outside to walk, get mm-hmm. outside to meet one another. Um, and then there became this core of, say, like 10 people 
mostly women, um, who just became so involved in our work in terms of constantly showing up to volunteer events, showing up at Charette's where we're discussing how we're going to improve a site, attending the film festival. Um, I actually have on my schedule to plan an event. Uh, The last year we didn't get to do it, but this year they wanted to um, take the ferry over to Port Jeff and just kind of like bond and get together. Um, And, you know, one of the members in particular has just emphasized how she lived here in Bridgeport for 40 years and said she'd not learned as much as she had about Bridgeport as from her interaction with us at Groundwork. Those are great metrics to get, right? Um, uh, Talking with Christina Smith, who's president and CEO of Groundwork Bridgeport, uh, really nice, really unusual nonprofit and doing some unusual uh, activities, but which are, are just... I think, you know, really great. Uh, another one that caught my eye was this uh, landscape design and placemaking studio that you could have high school kids that would be able to, you know, explore landscape design and, uh, you know, trying to actually work with businesses and trying to come up with uh, solutions and, and ideas. And, uh, I mean, again, we're talking about this is a program aimed at primarily high school, high school yeah. kids. And so... the I think that's fantastic. You know, what a great opportunity. I mean, you just had, uh, what was it, Louis Luna on, right? Talking about the, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month event and the first thing coming through my mind. So as part of our youth program, at the end of the program, students and groups present their idea to improve Bridgeport. And one of our cohorts um, from Harding, because we worked there earlier this year, um, was a group of mostly students from Central America Um, and South America and they wanted to put on their own kind of like Latin appreciation um, festival Um, I don't know if they call it Latin or Hispanic Um, and I made me think like oh I wonder if they have like a youth involvement like element um, here because I have a whole group of students who would be willing to contribute Um, they were really interested in kind of sharing foods and things of you know from their various countries Um, but it's amazing, and honestly, I, I, I want to start recording these presentations, the ideas that the students come up with that they want to implement. But more so than the ideas they just come up with, we do actually want to get to the point where we start to be able to um, implement these ideas. Right now, again, we've just started hiring additional staff, but um, we've been limited, again, with just Tanner and I, so we hadn't been able to manage the implementation of those um, projects properly, uh, but we're hoping for the future that that will be one of the things that we can do, is actually getting those student um, projects implemented. Well, you have a very active uh, Facebook page, and uh, also your your website has a lot of really good information for those that might want to read more about uh, groundwork Bridgeport. Uh, yeah. Well, go, go ahead. To our and- website is gwbpt.org. O-R-G. Great. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming in to yeah, the studio. Thank that you for wasn't me. wasn't so tough. You you, you were <laughs> f- fantastic. Uh, Thanks, Christina Steve. Smith uh, from Groundwork Bridgeport. Thank you so much for telling us a little bit more about your fine nonprofit.